0: and current events from a biblical perspective 2020 on vision isn't it wonderful to experience the great outdoors and i wonder whether there might be something significant in the heart of men in particular that do love an adventure a even wilderness experience so that they can hone skills that seem to be innate in some way Let's talk today about the Fourth Musketeer. It's a ministry that is around men and they take men into a wilderness situation for a few days. So you're camping out and all of the challenges that happen in the great outdoors do tend to bring the best out in men. Let's talk about a extreme character challenge that's coming up for the men's ministry called The Fourth Musketeer. It's coming up very shortly. Michael Oon is the CEO of The Fourth Musketeer in Australia. Michael, welcome back to 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil. I look forward to uh, having this chat with
0: you, mate. Michael, when we think of The Fourth Musketeer, we can think of the three musketeers, but the fourth one's name was D'Artagnan, and there was some special character... Uh, qualities that d'Artagnan had. And these have shaped the idea of the fourth musketeer.
1: D'Artagnan is a little rascal, and he came from the village and wanting to be a musketeer. And in his journey, he got mentored by three musketeers who showed him how to respect, how to um, be a good man. And um, eventually, he graduated to be a musketeer. And as such, he became... Um, the kind, the man whom the king will trust and, and this is what a musketeer is a musketeer is someone who wants to serve the king fight for the king and even die for the king so when a pastor of a church picked up that story from Alexander Dumas and read it it inspired him to start a man's movement called the fourth musketeer I can't help but think that
0: right now in headlines around Australia there are all sorts of stories of youth crime and uh, youth gone astray and uh, whole communities that are challenged right now with young people in particular, and I think it's particularly young men. I wonder if there's a symptom that happens in our society that perhaps... Uh, Our leaders, our governments haven't recognized, but as the Christian church, we can see something a little deeper here in the way that men can relate together when you get them out of a circumstance and you get them rubbing shoulders with one another and bringing out the best character traits.
1: That's quite right. I think if we can take men away from the city life and go out in the wilderness, that's a really beautiful place and a great environment for them to learn. I think really um, there's there are limitations if you learn in a four-wall classroom, but when you're out there in creation, learning in the wilderness, everything moves, everything's dynamic, everything is different, you are challenged in a very different way, and the way you learn is so different from being just static, this is dynamic, this is out there. And this is why I think it creates a really a good environment for young people as well as um, older men when they're together out there learning together it's a great place to be Now I know you don't do this as a youth crime
0: initiative and I wasn't trying to suggest that but there is this sense uh, in which no doubt if those authorities who are addressing those issues uh, would recognise that there needs to be a separation from some of those lifestyle things that captivate a not only a young man but a men up to middle age and older, uh, these sorts of things that put us into a certain mould that somehow or other we need a separation from that to get back to what's real and what's true.
1: That's quite correct. In fact, when um, one of the requirements like the extreme character challenges, we take away the mobile phones, we take away the wallets, we take away their keys and we basically strip the men from any kind of technology and, um, and also... In some ways, men starts to lose control of where they're going. We don't give them a map. Uh, We deliberately challenge them uh, to um, try to uh, work with us. And as such, when men is out of control, when they're not connected with technology, they think they're going to be really. um, They they think they're going to be in real trouble initially. But as they progressively um, continue with us in a in a four day weekend they're starting to find that there's a different way of living. There's a different way of connecting with God. In fact, they feel that they, the hustle and bustle and the noise is a lot less and they can tune in to God's voice so much better when they're out there in the wilderness. Some of us are
0: so accustomed to the mod cons and the concrete jungle, bricks and mortar jungle, if you're in the suburbs, that getting into the wilderness is not something that we do easily. And what sort of effect do you see when you've got men who are taking a risk and they get out into the wilderness, uh, the effect that it has on a man.
1: Uh, the two things that really showed um, that I, I noticed very clearly with the men out there, the first thing is that when you're out in the wilderness, it brings a different perspective to life. In, a, in an office, you could be the general manager or the, uh, or the CEO and you're in control, you're in charge, and all the people listen to you in a meeting. Whereas out there, you're out in the wilderness Nothing is under your control. No, nothing obeys you, and anything could happen. So there's a, there's a, there's a sense of danger. There's a sense of uh, exploration. There's a real big excitement about the adventure that's going on. So you are, you're not in control, but you're exposed. You're thrown into the, an environment that is wild, that's not cultivated, that anything could happen. And that really is the excitement that brings man out there.
0: What comes to mind as I hear you describe that is Moses and you know this is before he was called by God but we know that after he fled Egypt he went into the wilderness and was there for 40 years but it was in the wilderness experience that he had this wonderful opportunity to see the bush burning and had an encounter with God in such an incredible way that he went on then, of course, to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. I wonder if there's any relevance to that story
1: in what can happen in the life of an ordinary man. When you go into the wilderness, everything slows down. Everything slows down to a pace. That is the walking pace. The walking pace is five kilometers per hour. You know what? A theologian says that, that is the pace of God. God's pace is 5 kilometers per hour. It is the slower than the technology uh, speed. It's, slow, it's slower than the Wi-Fi, but it is the lot of all speeds because it's the, it's the speed of love. It's the speed of God's love for you. And once you walk at that pace, you are connected with Him. You can hear Him. You talk with Him. He talks to you. And this is why men should go into the wilderness. It's time to slow down. It's time to really walk at the pace that God has set for us. And we've forgotten all about it. And it's time we get back there into the wilderness.
0: And Michael, you are a little like the facilitator of connecting these men, not only to their creator in an experience in the wilderness, which I don't think is like a survival experience, but you're in the wilderness and you don't have all of these things that are distractions. But you've got not only this relationship between a man and his God, but also these relationships that happen more horizontally from friend to friend, man to man relationships, and the conversation is different to what you might ordinarily experience
1: in your day-to-day walk when all the rest of the family is around. You're quite right. I think um, when a man sit around a, a table and have cups of coffee, there's a certain relationship, but it stops at a certain level. But when you take them into the wilderness, and when you take them uh, to, to do an adventure together, they start to open up in a very different way than if they were to sit around a coffee. They are, their eyes and their ears and their, their senses are all peeled and they're watching, they're looking because everything is uncontrolled. Everything is wild. Everything is uh, not um, orchestrated. So they've got to watch where they're going. They've got to climb this. They've got to crawl into this. And, and, and they have to help each other. And, w- and in, and in times in of really um, struggle, And adversity, that's where the friendships are forged because men start to hold and pull each other up. And that's where you, you come together and when you do the journey and when you finish off, you finish with a brotherhood.
0: Michael, you've done this lots of times now. There must be tremendous testimonies that have come from men who have had an incredible experience as they have set everything else aside and you've gone on to an extreme character challenge. Uh, can you reflect on a, a story that you might have in mind
1: uh, of of how this dynamically affects a man? There was a father whose son stopped talking to him for two years and he said, oh, I've got to really get, get my son to come along and so maybe we could repair the relationship. And we could become good father and son again. So they both came, and I I saw them arguing in the tent as they were trying to sort themselves up. The next day they're still arguing, and um, the father looked at me as if, "Hey, what's going on? This thing is not working." I'm, I just shrugged my shoulder and just say, "Let's just keep going." Now I just noticed that the son wasn't cooperating. The father was trying really hard, and in and in, in that in that um, extreme character, there's a a, there's a, a requirement for the man to pick up a piece of rock to re- represent the burden and climb up the hill and lay it at the foot of the cross. The father picked a big, big rock, heavy. The son just picked a little pebble and just said, oh, it doesn't matter. That's the kind of attitude he had. But as they climbed the hill, the father was just sweating his guts off. Eventually he arrived at the bottom at, of the cross on top of the hill. He laid that rock down. And he could not take it anymore. He was beside himself. He was just in tears. Next minute, I saw a hand wrapped around the father's shoulder. And it's the son crying together with his father.
0: So you have a repair of relationships. And, of course, as Christian men, we know that we put God first and his relationship affects our relationships with one another. And you're helping to facilitate that in these men's groups. Now, geographically, we're talking about South Queensland, where the fourth musketeer is running the Extreme Character Challenges. And I know there's been a few things that have slowed you down because of COVID uh, in the expansion into other areas, but you're still wanting to, con- to contact uh, men in other states and territories around Australia. Uh, they're able to be in touch with you to talk about the sorts of things you do with the Extreme Character Challenges?
1: Yes, I think um, as the border is starting to ease off and more and more states are available to travel into Queensland, we hold it at the scenic rim. So it's about one and a half hours south of um, the Brisbane. So please, I'm I'm very happy to uh, talk to anyone from any states that are are able to travel into into Queensland. And yes, please come along. And no doubt there might be men and men's
0: ministry, men's groups, men's small groups that might like to participate in the next Extreme Character Challenge and be a part of this that's happening with the Fourth Musketeer. Michael Oon is the CEO leading the Fourth Musketeer in Australia. Michael, let me give the website for people to contact you. The Fourth Musketeer Australia, number 4 com. The number 4MAUS.com, that's the website of the 4th Musketeer Australia. The next Extreme Character Challenge is on the 15th through the 18th of April. Michael Oon, thanks so much for updating us once again today on 2020.
1: Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.